I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And on Wednesdays, we we wear wear pig. Like I keep saying, is that he can't jump up Thanos' butt and expand because Thanos is strong inside and out. You know what? That sounds like the moral of a Disney movie. (laughs) We're going to, on that note, because we can't have any spoilers just yet. um, Hi, guys. I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And on Wednesdays, we We wear wear pink. pink. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, actually, this is going to be a pretty spoiler-filled episode. Tune out now. Yeah, literally, because we're not going to waste any time on this one. We just got from the theater. We uh, we just saw Avengers Endgame for the second time. For the second time, it was amazing. So, like, yeah, giant spoiler alert. Just hop out now because we're gonna we're gonna hop into this really quick. Because obviously, it's a three hour movie, and we don't want to be here for (laughs) four three. (laughs) We don't want to be here for four hours. Um, so we'll get the basics out of the way. Um, it was in theaters no more than a week ago. Uh, April twenty second, two thousand nineteen. It's when it premiered. It's directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. The Russo brothers, who got their start doing television, uh, one of our favorite shows in the community. Yeah, we it's love great, that. Great, great, great. It was written by blah 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 blah. blah. Let's just get to the oh, who stars in it. <laughs> so, who stars in it is uh, Chris Evans' delicious body, and right. everyone else. Everyone else. <laughs> what about Chris Scarlett Hemsworth? Jo- Scarlett delicious Johansson's body. Delicious body. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Former delicious. Oh, body. that's so sad. <laughs> In the first like what, spoiler alert, ten minutes. Yeah, spoiler. Well, they should have left by now. So yeah, they should have everybody left. fair warning. Um, no, let's just go through it. It's uh, Robert Downey Jr. Of course, mm-hmm. main man himself. Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, and Aaron Samuels. You're <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Who is not in the movie? So don't look for him no, or look for him. Maybe he was somewhere in the background and I didn't <laughs> actually see him. <laughs> he was like Thanos told me that my hair looks sexy. Push back. <laughs> So I wear my hair pushed back. You know, Amazing. Thanos, he might not be wearing pink, but he is purple. So, so every day he is. He's actually, uh, I don't know if you actually knew this, but he's actually Barney's evil cousin. No, that's not true. Yeah. This is why people don't Barney is a dinosaur for... from our imagination and Thanos is his evil cousin from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I must have missed that backstory on <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how did it hit? We'll briefly go through this. Uh, highest ticket presale rate of all time. Amazing. Biggest global opening in film history. Mm. 1.2 billion opening weekend. Amazing. 357 million opening in North America. And honestly, like at this point in time, who knows what records it's broken? Because it, every single day, I'm reading yeah. new new articles about like. Avengers basically breaks dish- this, breaks that, breaks this, breaks that. It's breaking everything it is and our hearts. That glass ceiling, <laughs> it's shattered everything. It definitely broke your heart a few times. It broke and mended your heart because you did the happy and sad <laughs> tears a lot. I did do happy and sad. That's uh, whenever you sit really close to your friends, you you start to see who they really are. You do. <laughs> um, brief summary: Five years after Thanos snapped away half of the universe's population, the remaining Avengers are struggling to pick up the pieces and move on with their lives that is until an it is that really what i wrote down no i wrote <laughs> did you i i wrote the rest of that and you were like i'll fix it later and apparently you didn't. i never fixed so, it that is until an idiot gets saved by a rat like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> see this is what happens when you write notes and then go oh i'll i'll fix that I'll later fix it later it doesn't nope. nope didn't happen later fantastic um i do you i just like why don't we we'll go through let's like, try this again where 
I was like, do you want to go through like no, the I, movies that brought it to where so we are? So the year is, what's the year right now? It's 2019. 2019, yeah. These films started all the way back in 2008. So it's been 11 years. It has been 11 this years. It's 11 years in the making. Which is um, unlike a lot of other like uh, franchises where you're kind of like expecting for it to be big. When mm-hmm. this hit, nobody knew oh, yeah. what it was going to be. It's not like when Harry Potter 1 was released and like and people are kind of like, books, yeah. oh, you know, well, at the time, I think it was like three books when the first movie was made. And oh, they, maybe. Well, yeah. yeah, she was writing them yeah. as they were coming out. I wasn't paying attention. But you were at least kind of aware that, oh, this is a thing. It's this a thing is, that's going to be ongoing. This yeah. kind of, and specifically for me, this caught me off guard because I have never personally been a huge fan of the Marvel movies per se. I'm not going to be like a Marvel hater here. I absolutely admire what they've done. Um, I mean, who am I to say? I'm just sitting in my studio here. My studio. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to like bad talk these people. They like are trash talking. They, they did something phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But for me, for the most part, I just never found myself interested in the films but I loved their characters. Like the films up to now or the films when it was starting around 2008? You know, with when Iron the um, without getting too deep into my history with these films, when I saw Iron Man 1, I liked about three quarters of it. Mm-hmm. This was me as a kid. Yeah. I liked about three quarters of it and then it got to the end and I just remember kind of like tuning out when uh, Jeff Bridges' character goes into like just evil Iron Man mode. Mm-hmm. I liked the costume. I love Jeff Bridges. I still think he's one of the... Um, the more interesting like villains only because it's just Jeff Bridges and I could I could listen to him read a phone book. So like just up until this movie you haven't been a big, I just, like it, on the bandwagon. If someone's like, What do you think of Marvel movies? I'm like, I enjoy them. They're mm-hmm. a great experience. They're fun to watch with people. Mm-hmm. Their rewatch value is just never been very high for me. Like if someone was to say, Let's sit down right now, let's watch a superhero movie, what's your pick? I'd be like, Oh, Spider Man two or The Dark Knight or I mean, I don't know if I'd pick anything. Yikes, bad picks. Uh, Actually, The Dark Knight is fine. Oh, um, oh, is it? Well, I appreciate that. The Dark Knight um, is the last uh, Batman one, though, right? God, why do I do a podcast with you? I'm the first. I like the first one better. <laughs> Which? Um, what, do you even the, know what the first one is? Yeah, yeah. It's What's it Return, called? Batman Returns. That's. Oh my god, that's another Batman series. Oh, okay. I just well, hate. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, I'm Christian. so mad right now. It's Christian Bale. Anyways, no. That, <laughs> oh. <laughs> So uh, these films, the MCU, I like their characters, and I think that's always what's kept me through it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They have great characters, great character building, great casting. Great casting. Great casting. Phenomenal casting. Uh, and I and you can see that from day one. I mean, I'm still a fan of OG Terrence Howard as mm-hmm. as Rhodey, <laughs> but, you know, that's but there's some know, wishes they'll never be. Say lovey. Lovey. Yes. Um, your initial thoughts on Avengers Endgame. Endgame. I was um so I was excited for it. Um I really I love the Marvel movies. Yeah. My uh I'm not necessarily surrounded by people who don't love them, but I you know, you and my other roommate, they feel like y'all are more like He's more DC. You're more Star Wars. You know, you just. <laughs> I when out of anyone who knows me has never described me as being more Star Wars. Oh, are you? I don't know what you are. What are you? You said you I'm prefer- Pirates of the Caribbean no. all the way. But you said you prefer Star Wars. It's a Marvel, pirate's right? life. For, I said I prefer the way Star Wars films are made. Okay. To the way Marvel. Films Anyways, are made. 
I prefer Marvel. I think their movies are great. There's cool. bright colors, lots of movement, really attractive people. Lots you know. of movement. Yeah, is that, is that your criteria for a good movie? It's <laughs> exactly. like, there was motion in those motion yeah, pictures. There, there was action and they made me laugh. They keep the they keep it going. You know, they never leave you down too far. Yeah, so yeah, I enjoyed true. it. Um, but going into this, I was a little bit jaded because I had just seen uh, the third episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. And yep. if you follow Game of Thrones and you saw that, you know that that shit was epic. Like, that it was went down. I don't even follow the oh show. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, like he, you, yeah. So, like, I had just watched that the night before. And I was like, okay, like, I'm excited to see, like, the, how this ends and everything. But I was also just kind of like, uh, I don't see them doing anything that's really going to be comparable to what my girl Arya boy, just did. So. Boy, was you wrong. But boy, was I wrong. <laughs> like, Well, here's a question, though. Um, I don't think a lot of people were aware just how much of an end this was. Mm-hmm. Like, at least the general public, yeah, they knew this was a continuation of Endgame, mm-hmm. but, or I'm sorry, uh, a continuation of Infinity War. How aware of this being like the final Marvel film, at least in the Infinity Saga, were you? Did you know? I knew. You well, know? because you guys are all, all of y'all, all the people I'm surrounded with are very, like, you guys are very conscious of cinema and movies right. and comics and heroes and all of that. So, like, I know so much more now just be by being surrounded by you guys. Right. But, like, I definitely knew, like, I knew that... um that Infinity War was a to be continued, like bef- yeah. well before it came out. Oh, like, you did because you guys like told that, me, or yeah. like, whoever was around told me. So I knew that I knew it probably wouldn't end well because of that. And then I knew that the other one was coming as a continuation. Like I knew all of that, like in good time because, like, yeah. you know, people talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was not for some reason I was completely thrown off guard at the end of Infinity War. Really? I just you didn't was, know? I knew I'd been following those films for a while, uh-huh. but you know, the directors were like, Oh, it's not a two parter. They lied. Oh yeah. And so and I, I don't know why I, I pulled a <laughs> I pulled a Tyrion and I believed them <laughs> when I shouldn't have believed them. You know what I mean? You're just gross. like when Tyrion You're and gross. Cersei are You're like, gross. you know, he believes her. You're gross. You don't I watch, watch Game of Thrones. You don't I watch Game of Thrones. Guys. Watched, you watched like the last couple episodes of the last season and then you watched a few of this or you you're current on this season. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's gross. <laughs> but you know, because we were like <laughs> quick digression, but like after I watched Game of Thrones, I like called my dad and you were there and or we were talking about right. it after we watched Infinity Wars because you were there. So I was trying to talk about Infinity Wars with my dad, but he wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. And so he was like talking <laughs> about it. And he's like, oh, does Josiah watch it? And I go, no. And you were all like offended. You were like, yes, I do. I've seen it. And I was like, you've seen it. You don't watch it. There's a difference. Uh, <laughs> well, we should move on to okay. this before I prove you wrong. Uh, <laughs> sure. So you didn't think there was anything that could top um, spoiler, spoiler, Arya, spoiler. Yes. By the time this is released, people should damn well know what happened. Yeah, like, I'm pretty we'll, sure we'll Game of Thrones it, will be even. We'll leave it then to them to see it. Um, I've, as I mentioned, I've never been a huge fan of the movies per se in terms of like, I just don't rewatch them. I, I think that's been like my thing is I just yeah. don't find myself going back and be like, man, I'm going to I rewatch Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. I like that one. I see. I feel like that's the one I wouldn't rewatch. Like I feel like oh, I would it's rewatch. Like, it's like a classic, like Raiders love, of the Lost Ark type style. I love the Avengers movies. Like I would totally rewatch any of them. I would rewatch Age of Ultron, except Infinity War. I don't think I would because it has a bad ending. So I, I like the ending it. of Infinity War, but I also I think are a dark human being. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I since the beginning I have been a huge fan of 
Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- for sure. I, what's also interesting, and something we will talk about in later episodes, I love how his character has actually evolved. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. who he is in the first movie is not who he is not in all. this movie. The man who has a daughter, spoiler, uh, the man who has a daughter <laughs> in this movie, in Endgame, is not the same Tony yeah. who was just effing around with, like, women. Yeah. You know, just, like, he loves Pepper. He loves his daughter. Mm-hmm. He loves the world, and he, he like, he fights He's given up his ego to fight for the world. It's actually, it's interesting because the two characters that I love the most share a lot more in common towards the end of the series than they did at the beginning. At the beginning, they were basically polar opposites. Polar opposites. (laughs) Tony Stark was as selfish as you can uh, be and Captain America was as idealistic and naive as as possible. Uh And they both like rubbed off on each other where Mm. it was just like, I mean, even in (laughs) this... (laughs) (laughs) But you, yeah, you can say that. They, I <laughs> they, uh, they both shared traits at the end. And, and uh, I mean, you can see it clearly when jumping ahead when Captain America goes toe-to-toe with Captain America. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> one is clearly more idealistic oh than the other. But, <laughs> but the, I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that Captain America is – it's just – I think that's what Marvel has done so exceedingly well. Whether the writing fails or it succeeds, it doesn't matter. What the actors have brought – and how they bring it to the characters in terms of like we are going to progress these these characters. We're going to progress how we've evolved in a, even embracing and like there's something about how the culture even shapes how these characters yeah. have become. Like the Tony Stark was introduced to us um, right in 2008, right as like Facebook was becoming big, MySpace was just dying off. I mean, he mentions MySpace in that first movie, and it's clearly a dated reference. <laughs> like, I don't want to see this on your MySpace page, and you're like, oh, you're so old. <laughs> he still has MySpace. Um, and this was kind of like, we still looked at war as being like, bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, it was bad, but it was like, it still was this America of like, where we're like, yeah, we're in war for the right reason. Yeah, terrorism. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Tony Stark that we have now reflects it's like the more complicated issue of like, I mean, we we do what we have to do. Like he was in Civil War going to give himself over to the the government, which Captain was born from. Captain was born from the government. Yeah. And and he was moving away from it. Yeah. Whilst um, Tony was moving closer to it. Mm -hmm. It was just like, no, we actually have to have guidance. We need to have a big brother. It's just, it's fascinating how like how those two characters evolved, and that is what brought me back to these movies time after time after time. I love people love regression. Yes. I love the people regression, and I love just the relationships that those OG Avengers brought. Yeah, they really do have like great chemistry they, with each other. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans. I know I've been friends for a very long time, mm-hmm. and it, it clearly shows. Yeah, like, you can see it. They had done. I know they had done the perfect score together, and they did. What was it? The Nanny Diaries. Nanny Diaries. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell that these are two people who feel very comfortable around each other. Exactly. When you watch Scarlett Johansson in the first in Iron Man two, just like she is. Oh my god! Like. How she is, where she came from to where she is now is just, I mean, you can see the progression of her just as an actress in general, but also kind of comfort. Like that was, I think her first film with uh, Robert Downey Jr. But then she comes into Avengers. She's got someone she knows she's mm-hmm. worked with. They kind of play them off of each other, but it's until like Winter Soldier that those two are really, really like, like, you're like, oh, they know each yeah, other. Yeah, they know each other. And it's kind of like this interesting, they always have this like interesting, like, Almost flirty dynamic. To flirty them. dynamic, but he's just, it, 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 it reminds me a lot of like the relationships I've had because I'm like, uh, I've, you know, I grew up like Christian and idealistic with all these like, oh boy, you know, 
<laughs> he's like, I didn't my know you grew up as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um, but then I'm surrounded by people who kind of like didn't grow up in the same environment as me. Had had a little bit more of a. I don't want to say a world weariness, but kind of like a, oh, you know, life's not always like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's interesting how those two, there are two people with two different um, ideologies, but essentially they care about each other. They see eye to eye, at least on that, when it comes to Mm -hmm. who they are as friends and who they'll stand up for. So Yeah, for sure. That's just, um, that's, I guess that's the long, that's the The long way to say... Um, I forgot what we were saying. At well, point. we were just setting up. I yeah. think it's time we should just go straight into. Go straight to um, it. So we open up on Hawkeye. Hawkeye, and he's hanging out with his family. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> "That's not good. <laughs> they gonna die." I'm like that's dead baby. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, it was suspenseful for me because I was just kind of like. I was like, okay, so somebody's gonna get dusted. <laughs> That's such a it? crass way of like. <laughs> uh, is such, like, uh, can you imagine if we referred to real life? Uh, if like tragedies that actually happened, like, uh, yeah, he got dusted. Like, like bro, don't what? say that. Like, no, you don't say that. Like after nine exactly. eleven, you don't say that after say. like like Pearl Harbor. It would literally be like the new N word. Is like, oh yeah, your mom got dusted, and you're like, oh, whoa. like he just said no, no, he Them's did not fighting words. <laughs> only people who got dusted can say that. <laughs> only people who had dusted who, dusties. But everybody had dusties, basically. Yeah. So everybody could say it at that it's point. True. <laughs> um the my only most important takeaway from that opening scene, um, I like mayo on my hot dogs, Vilma. Oh my gosh. Wait, do you? I do. Oh that's, vegan mayo, uh, but I was like, cause I when she was like mayo or mustard, I was like, what about ketchup? Like, who, I was like, why is why are those the only two options? And then biggest, my my biggest. homie, my little homie, said, uh, "How about ketchup?" And I was like, "Thank you." Like, what? <laughs> this little kid over here, he's so he funny. speaks the truth. He, he speaks for us all. He speaks the truth. So then, of course, his family disappears. Mm. Rumbles. Cut to black. Opening logos. Uh, music kicks nice in. Nice and short, by the way. Nothing yeah. too long. That's my uh, credit report. <laughs> right. <laughs> credit report. They the didn't credit have credits. Report. They. I think they just. Yeah, they just do their logo at the beginning, which is right. great. Good job, you guys. We have this nice little scene between Nebula and Tony Stark, who are the last two remaining. Yeah, and they're just like hanging out on the ship, playing uh, paper football with something that's not paper, but whatever. That's it's like me- metallic. Her character arc is a lot more, for me, impactful. This person who is literally bred. I mean. Here's the thing about these Marvel films. They're fun, they're lighthearted, they're breezy, but when you really think about it, these people are dealing with traumas. They're dealing with like straight yeah. up dark stuff. And if you want to take like a real world world analogy, you have a woman here who was part of like child soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, I don't want to necessarily relate it to like, you know, sex trafficking or anything, but you have a woman who has just been like ripped out of her home, forced to do something she doesn't want to do, and then like basically gaslit into becoming something for another man mm. and then over the course of a few films she learns how to open up her heart again I was about to say I feel like her and Black Gamora? Widow should have oh. like talked because they yeah. have similar stories they have like, very similar stories been, actually like, that should have possibly been the thing that opened her up or something that like oh, would have been a good scene um, oh that breaks my heart now thinking about the two of them yeah meeting and connecting. sharing yeah and being <laughs> Having... able to like be like 
sister. Sister. <laughs> well, let's move ahead. So, so they have this moment where they're in space. They're in space, yes. They're they're in space. They're share- I liked their moments together. I mm-hmm. thought that was really cute. I love how she's like learning how to be. I think that's the one thing Guardians, those films have always done better than the most of the other Marvel films is like taking people who have just been like trashed. And rehabilitating them. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. And like, and to have someone like Tony Stark being there, like kind of like easing her through it. Uh-huh. It's like, nope, you don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I feel like he's definitely the one to do it like he's the one that just for some reason has the authority yeah regardless of like if you know him or not for some reason he would just have that authority you listen to him immediately he would say something and he'd be like oh you know okay yeah like, no absolutely like, one of my notes in yeah. this was like i wish tony stark was my dad like <laughs> he just like he says stuff cool and you're uncle. like i would take a cool uncle cool uncle <laughs> cool uncle dad so um, they're saved by Deus Ex um, Captain Marvola. Captain <laughs> Marvola. <laughs> she comes back. She uh, brings him back down from space in a scene that's very reminiscent of the first Iron Man, uh, where he returns from Afghanistan. He's even like um, just as crippled, almost like weak. He's greeted by Pepper, mm-hmm. except this time she actually has. They openly love each other, as opposed yeah. to this like, will we? Won't we? You know, and it's a nice little callback to the very free because you forget that this film's not just a sequel to the Avengers films; it's a sequel to everything. Yeah, exactly. It's like bringing everybody. So it's got to pay off a lot. So he goes, he comes down. He comes down. They like te- they there's take a, him in. There's a nice little moment. There's where a nice moment. That's what I you're wrote gonna down. say it. <laughs> where Nebula comes down and sits next to Rocket. Yeah, the little raccoon. How did you forget she, his like, name? Puts her hand out. I don't. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I don't care about him, I but I also haven't seen the second Guardians. <sighs> Maybe he gets more important than I just think. I don't know. He's a sweetheart in he's, at the he's, inside. He's fun. He's fun. I like him. He's just not one of my super favorites. But Whatever. like they sit down next to each other, and she puts out her hand, oh. and then he takes his little raccoon paw and <laughs> puts it in her hand, and they like hold hands. It's so cute. <laughs> It's like, also sad because everyone's heart. dead. Oh, right. But it's also adorable. It's very adorable. And, um, of course, the real tragedy of this entire series, R.I.P. Captain America's beard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's such a tragedy. <laughs> that was the tragedy. That got dusted as well. Flies <laughs> <laughs> well, on his face. Like, disappears like, oh, I, I, guess. I guess that was a separate human being. <laughs> so he's returned. Then we have the moment where everyone's like reassembled for a moment and they're talking about what just happened. Mm-hmm. Tony yeah. is looking like at death's door he's over there. He's straight up looking like death. He's skin and bones. Um, and this is the first time that him and... Uh, Captain have interacted since Civil War which is crazy Steve is doing his best to kind of like you know be uh, diplomatic Uh but unfortunately you know and in a lot of ways Tony is right he's like you should have been there yeah and it's and one of the things I loved uh, from Civil Civil War moving on was that they were really able to play with the nuances of of arguments the difference between a movie like Batman v Superman uh, and Civil War, which kind of share very similar like plot lines and yeah. themes, is that the crux of Batman v Superman is built upon a misunderstanding. Yeah, true. Now, it starts off very solid. It starts off with Batman just for his own human reasons that you can't argue with being like, I don't trust Superman. Mm-hmm. That guy's got to go. Yeah. But it kind of ends up just diverging into like a misunderstanding. Yeah. I'm going to kill your mom. But no, wait, that was Lex lying. I don't remember. <laughs> I haven't watched yeah. him while. Whereas Civil War... Like a real human argument. Yeah. It's there Where are two sides that are nobody's very right and nobody's wrong. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. They're both very well thought out and you can't you you can't fix that argument. It's two people with two completely different ideologies. Yeah. And and at the at the heart of it is just one human being, Bucky, who like captain's like, 
I'm going to save him. He's my friend. And Iron Man's like, doesn't matter. He killed mom. Yeah. And like, I thought that was so tragic because it's like, you can't argue your way out of that. Yeah. It's not a, oh, well, misunderstanding. And like, no, no, no. no there, and that's what I think hits so well with Civil War was just that like, oh, that you can't do anything. Yeah. So you're watching these real characters, real human beings interact and move on like, and their friendship. Guys, just be friends. But they can't. Yeah, they can't. You know, if anyone here has had a real friend in real life, you know, sometimes it just doesn't always work out, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, I'm sitting across from one right now. Yeah, it's almost over. (laughs) (laughs) But also, just to hit the points that he was arguing about, too, because he was, like, yelling at Captain America, obviously, and he's like, I told you guys, like, I wanted to put a suit of armor around the world. Like, that was the fix for it. And I was like, yeah, that was a good idea, but we did try that. Like, you tried that, and you literally almost ended the world. So, like... Oh, yeah. I was just like, when he brought that up, I was like, um... Don't say that like it was a good idea. I remember your shield around the world sounding a lot like James Spader and being kind of a dick Mm -hmm. and then plopping an entire city down on the earth and trying to explode the world. (laughs) So mm, so your shield idea. And then he mentions like uh, why he was like, oh, but we're the Avengers, not the Prevengers. Like, this is what we do. And I was kind of like, well. Yeah, like that's literally what you named yourselves. And that was the reason why. Because you were like, we might not save the world, but we will avenge it. And I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, that's not a good slogan, you guys. Like, <laughs> like that's not like, I was like, you're like the Don Draper. You're like, guys, we need to really you, talk you about really like work on your marketing campaign. <laughs> like, if I'm hiring a security team, I'm not going to hire the people who are like, we might not stop the attackers, but we'll sure get them back for whatever they do to you. Like, they murdered my wife and like, we'll. We'll get him for that. Yeah, we're going to punch him square in the nose. Like, <laughs> Take, like you know yeah, what? I'm, gonna I'm pass. really going to go with someone else. But gonna, thank you. We're going to go with the Prevengers. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a great little argument. Yeah. That scene alone is like, yeah, Robert Downey Jr., he deserves any award. Just mm-hmm. give it to him. <laughs> just just give him. Yeah. Just don't resist it anymore. He's got all the awards. He's he, like, he should. And I think the directors even themselves are pushing. They're like, yeah, he deserves an, uh, uh, an Academy Award. I was like, he deserved it. Um, back when he a while ago <laughs> he deserved it back in 2008 for two roles but you know but you know he didn't you, get him you can't always get what you want so um, then they decide that they uh, Captain Marvel's return she's part of the team we get the whole let's get the son of a bitch uh, cut to the opening titles and then cut to they're in the ship they're about to go to space one thing I really like you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet have you no People are way too cavalier about going into space for the first time. Like mothers who have never been to space in their damn lives with children are just like, let's go to space. And it's like, no, that's not how the real world works. You don't just hop in a spaceship and go, yeah, this is normal. So I like how a talking raccoon says the most sensible thing in this whole series of films. It's just like, hey, whoa, let's take a moment here. Who has not gone to space? And they're like, oh, yeah, like half of us haven't been in space Just because you've watched a lot of movies with (laughs) Marvel characters in space, don't forget that there's other Marvel heroes who are normal. And like Like, literally have not left the planet. Probably don't even know that there's more than one planet out there other than the ones in our... uh, What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then he's like, don't throw up on my my ship. Very, very realistic. Realistic. So they... They fly to um, they fly to Thanos' farm planet. And then, but on the ship, they have the moment uh, between Black Widow and Captain America right. where she's like, you think this is going to work? And he's like, it has to. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I don't it. know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. And I'm like, again, that is not a good reason, Captain America, <laughs> for this to not work. I need a better reason here's, than I don't know what I'm going to do thing. if it doesn't. Here's the thing about Captain America, <laughs> about Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is heart. 
I, I know. Steve Rogers like, is all it's heart. Like because coming from him, it's like I understand the sentiment, Steve Rogers. But obviously, like if like <laughs> if I was failing school and my mom was like, "What are you gonna do to get your grades up?" And I'd I don't be know like, what I'm gonna do. I'd be like, "Well, like you know, I'm gonna like I'm gonna do a bunch of extra credit." And she's like, "What if that doesn't work?" And I'm like, "I don't know what it has to because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't." She's like, "Nigga, you better get your ass to school and start doing better on those tests. How about that? Because I don't know what I'm gonna do with this belt on your ass." <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that Steve Rogers needed a mama moment? He needed a mama. He needed a mama. Moment. Well, that's why <laughs> him and Tony like, start. How about yeah. <laughs> That's why they work so well together. Like Tony thinks about it, but he doesn't have the heart. And yeah. like, well, he does have the. It, it's they just they, 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 they're yeah. a perfect marriage. I they're want them. I ship them. them. Oh, <laughs> I would ship them. Um, I ship uh, Black Widow and Captain America. Yeah, I sh- like I know she can't have babies, but can you imagine like the hypothetical children that Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson would you know have? What? Like, I don't know if the world's prepared for that beauty. They're not. The, when people like that have kids, they come out funny looking. So, oh, oh God. <laughs> well, fingers crossed that doesn't happen. So we go to space. We go to Farm Planet. They drop down on um, on the planet. Thanos is all salt bay and his uh, food. He's farming away, cooking. They drop in. Of course, the two humans hang back on the <laughs> they first all just like jump in first wave. Then, yeah. Um. Then they find out. Unfortunately, no. The stones are gone. They are destroyed. He that destroyed them. We're done. And then he. Uh, his head is chopped off by Sir Senor Thorne. Senor Thor, who Senor should Thor. have done that in the first place. But, you know, that's another movie. <laughs> Why does it sound like a German who speaks Spanish there? In like, the first place. <laughs> das. And then we cut to five years later. Oh, five years. That's rough. Like, I was like, really, guys? Like, we couldn't get it together a little faster. But, no. I mean, it's realistic. It. Sometimes it takes a while for things to work out. So uh, everyone right now is depressed. Mm -hmm. The world is still trying to figure out how to move on. Then, of course, we (laughs) what I wrote down was a rat saved an ant who later saved a spider who saved the world. Oh, my gosh. Don't. Don't squash rodents, kids. (laughs) Don't underestimate the vermin. (laughs) Do not underestimate them. Yeah. So. At this point, too, if you have not watched all the Marvel movies, you are up a creek without a paddle. Like, how the hell are you supposed to know that uh, Scott Lang has disappeared for, like, five years? He's, like, in the quantum realm. Like, they don't even... That's not even in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the normal movie. That's in the end credits scene. So it's, like, a lot of these, these... This film is built on moments that's, like, if you walked out of the theater, first off... It's been eleven years. Like, yeah, come on, who's walking out at this get, point? Get get with like, it. Like even at this movie, like everybody stayed, and yeah. we all knew that there was nothing. We knew. We looked at each other. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. There's here, nothing. There? But we are staying here. <laughs> yeah, it's the first Marvel movie without an end credit sequence, at least in the MCU. So that's crazy. That is insane. But uh, it's this movie has a lot of plot points that's taken directly from moments that you could have easily have missed yeah. had you not been paying attention, which oh, some people sure. here. <clears throat> I've not been paying attention. I was paying attention. Yeah, I just, or watching no. them. I just need I need episodes. I need TV shows. So Scott Lang returns and he of course <laughs> He of course runs into a security guard that he runs into a security guard that everybody knows. I know there's more scenes out there with Ken John in it and I wanna see them. I'm just like I think it's so funny that because as soon as we saw his face, the entire theater erupted with laughter right he did nothing he did nothing and i just thought i just think it's so funny because the same thing happened in um in his part in um oh he had a bigger part in um a uh, better crazy rich asians crazy rich asians yes and it was like he didn't say anything but as soon as we the crowd saw his face 
everybody laughs. And I was just like, that's so amazing that we're just trained to know that we see him, we laugh. Yeah. Period. Like, you just have to see his face. He's just a funny human being. He is. He's hilarious. And he didn't do anything. No. In this film at all. He sat there at the desk and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then nothing happened as Ant-Man walked away and he just sat there with his hands on his (laughs) hands. And it was hilarious. And you're just like, oh, well. Beautiful. Uh, I like it. So, Scott Lang, of course, is now experiencing the uh, horrible world of Post snap, yes, where people have been dusted. Um, then comes one of my favorite moments, probably in any Marvel film, is his reunited reuniting with his daughter, who's yeah. now five years older, mm-hmm. instantly recognizes like him. Big girl, yeah. I mean, you don't forget your dad, right? No, I mean, he didn't change <laughs> yeah, at all, exactly. But she did. Oh, that was so, and that's like a moment where you're like, you start to, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's gonna be a lot of these moments where yeah. it's like, clearly, these actors are top notch. They're putting a lot of effort into it. I'm I'm seeing I forget that like Paul Rudd, he's a great actor. Yeah. I enjoy him a yeah, lot. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, and but you know, the film's like they're kinda like they borderline being like, Oh, these like enjoyable romps, like, you know. Uh, yeah. Lighthearted. Not and this one today. he got a he got a moment to like really like stretch his chops. It was just like Yeah. This is his And daughter. I was like watching it, I was like, Oh, that's so sweet and I got a little like, Oh, that's good and then I just hear <laughs> And I look over and you and Chris are just like bawling and I'm like, oh, my friends are so sensitive. Yeah, that (laughs) that wrecked me. And that was the first when we saw it the first time in theaters. That was the first part I really started crying. I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. (laughs) I was like, I thought maybe like halfway through the film. No, no, this is going to be rough. We're done. 15 minutes in, you know, be crying. Nothing has beaten um, up. In terms of getting me to cry faster, just immediately <laughs> like making you care. But uh, about. but that got this one got pretty close. Yeah. Right? It was like, hey guys, yeah, because <laughs> Up did it in zero time, right? Like no this build is, up. This is still built up from two previous movies. Yeah, actually. yeah, I know, I know. So it's like technically that was even longer than we thought. But sure, like, sure, eleven years worth of build up. <laughs> well, n- not necessarily eleven years, but For at least but his two right. movies. It was a build up. <laughs> Is two, three movies, however many he's been in. So we finally he approaches uh, and everyone, sorry, everyone is mentally scarred. Oh, um, so he runs up. That's when he meets uh, Cap and uh, I know at least um, Black Widow. Yeah. But that's when he like runs up to Natasha. them, the people who are left and is like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. Oh, my like, God. Time travel. Time travel, y'all. Like, is real. Get with it. <laughs> it's Those like are thing. exact so, words. That's the exact quote. Yeah. Is real. Get with it. I was like, I don't know. Uh, but basically, yeah, he's just like, I think time travel. And they were like, that's kind of crazy. And he was like, yeah, it's crazy. But like somebody's got to be able to help. Right. And they're like, obviously, you know, let's go yeah. to Tony Stark. So we run to Tony Stark's house, mm-hmm. um, his little house on the lake, and he's basically like, we we cut to him, we meet his little daughter, and immediately oh. I was like, oh, he ain't doing nothing for y'all. Like he, <laughs> like, he moved the hell on. Like he, he, which I thought was an interesting parallel to kind of like how people in privilege, like mm-hmm. how it's easy yeah. to forget about yeah. the people who are not as mm-hmm. fortunate as you. Yeah, and it was like he didn't necessarily forget, but he just he was safe. So it was yeah. like, why am I going to risk and everything good that I? And have? She he literally says that like Pepper says something along the lines of um, we we were lucky. Yeah, exactly. Because and they were super lucky, but also it was only the two of them. Mm-hmm. So like odds are like, you know, obviously there's less likely chance that you're going to lose. Does people. Thanos dust people in the belly? Did Can Thanos dust the womb? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would assume, but I would assume they would both go. Ugh, then that's, again, that's, who knows? that's that. Well, now Tony is faced with this this very real realization. It's like, um. I'm either going to ignore what the less fortunate are going through and stay in my safe bubble, move on, 
or I am going to risk everything and try to help the masses, which like we know what he has to do, but like it's just hard for him to make that decision. It it is, but it's also the payoff from his mm-hmm. character from the very first film, which True. was like he had yeah. except this time it's more than just money and fame and fortune, which he sacrificed yeah. in the first movie where it was like, Oh my god, like my legacy, I cannot just leave this behind. Mm-hmm. In this film, it's like now he's also putting on the line his own daughter, his exactly. own family. His own but happiness. The, the 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 safety of humanity is is like it's not more important than his daughter. She is that. Yeah, exactly. And She's I think a that's. Part of that. I think that's the realization. I don't. They don't really play that up in the film, but I. I have to imagine that an yeah. actor like Robert Downey Jr. That's what he's like. Yeah, tapping like what into his, his motivation behind the scenes. You know, and that's why these characters they don't just feel like the stock superheroes where they're like we got to save the day because reasons because we're good. Yeah, and they're bad. Like no, it's like no, we we're invested. Like we're this is. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're like, okay, he said no. Who do we go to? And they need a big brain. So. Who are you going to call? The Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> um, big buster. <laughs> where, where does where does Hulk shop? Like, Le Giant H&M? <laughs> where is, H&M, Le Giant. He looks all bougie AF. Yeah. He's, so, little, he's like sitting at a diner, like eating mountains of food. Oh, of my like gosh. Eggs but he's like so chill. Stuff. He's like the high high Hulk. I was like, bro, you like super calm. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I need to either see you angry or like. I love how you just day. like randomly drop, though, like little idiosms from Hulk days. Where it's like, yeah, little person. And you're yeah. just like, did you forget their name like <laughs> it's like he, he never knew it he's just like Hulk. little person little person um, yeah so obviously there's the scene where they take the picture with the kids and he's like uh uh dab dab listen to your mom and you're just like that's that's gross like that's uncomfortable for me <laughs> <laughs> i don't need to see that um immediately after that of course we we're right back with tony stark he decides um well he has a, such a sweet little moment with his daughter mm-hmm. after he discovers that he can in fact do time travel yeah and make it back safely but which then was of course concern shit <laughs> he was like shit i figured it out shit shit no that that's mommy's so word <laughs> she that Why little actress say, I shit to do <laughs> <laughs> that little so actress great. was so so adorable and what she what a great thing cute. to look back on and be like whoa <laughs> i was in that movie oh my gosh when Woo. she gets older she's gonna be like wait what what that is uh, dope dope so they they share juice pops and of course their last scene together mm-hmm tears are shed oh my god was that the last time he saw his daughter no right i mean they, they he probably saw it's not like he left that yeah there was probably a few days in between where he's back and forth now when it, although that's the thing about movies like this they run on like zero time they're just like we gotta go now it's yeah. like okay guys calm down first off it's time travel it's time travel thanos is dead <laughs> we True. have all the time we, in the world we well, can go back and grab more pin particles they technically don't have all the time in the world because they're not changing their timeline so the faster they do it the faster people come back versus if they wait five years then people are going to be 10 years behind you so, know i actually never thought about it that way yeah so technically they are still on it i wondered rush. though the only reason they did it that way is because like maybe tony was like i'm not losing my daughter and it's like and if no, we go back i think that's literally just how time travel works for them but also it was a way to make it like to where to where Stark could actually help but not be sacrificing his daughter. You know, because... If right, that's what like, I was saying. That's exactly yeah. what I was saying. Like, if they had you gone back five the, years... You mean why the writers did it like that? Or Well, I, I imagine that Tony would not be a, a fan of, like, hey, let's just yeah. reset back to the five yeah, years ago. No, I feel like that was a writer's choice, not, like, the Avengers' choice. 
Right. Like well, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm glad the I writers like, I don't know chose what it. You were saying. I'm glad the writers chose that because one of my fears walking into this film was that it would just be a big reset button uh-huh. and that there would be no emotional like payoff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I knew the films would end; they would kill Thanos. But yeah. like, I thought it. W- I was hoping it didn't end with like a reset button of like, oh, and we're all happy again in terms of like we don't remember any of that. Yeah. Like that's not growth. I would like to see them go back in time and come back, and they're the ones that remember, so they know what they right. did and how to yeah. be better. And humanity gets it to definitely be would open up less plot holes because yeah. like how the hell is Peter Parker going back to school yeah. five years yeah. after like what and his friends are still there like at least the one maybe was he dumb no he's smart all his <laughs> friends are super smart yeah so like if anything like he's a teacher now yeah like it's so, been five years either way um, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah but there is a sense of urgency they gotta go back in time they only have a few pin particles mm-hmm. um, they you know they only have a few MacGuffin particles yeah to, they uh, could easily go back so and then there was the one point where they were like where um, Ant-Man was like we only have this many pin particles we only have enough for each of us to go and yeah it was like you only have two extra and he goes boop boop one extra and people thought that was funny and I was like that's not funny like, it's like I just like got really loud just then was like we are in the end game here. Like, we don't have time for you to stupidly use some of our the last pin particles that there are on the freaking planet. Like, get it together. Like, I like when we're in end game. Like, I'm in end game. I'm like, nah. Like, we got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Snap back to reality. Whoa! Off there goes gravity. <laughs> Off there goes. Anyway, snap them back to reality, bro. So yeah, I just I didn't think that was. I was like, this isn't the time. Whatever. You know, but it makes sense. So but you laughed both times. I did, and I Get thought it was funny. It. But I, I agree with you. I do agree with you. It would have been funny in a less serious. So situation. then Tony Stark returns and he, he brings back Captain's Shield, the same shield that he had once told him he didn't deserve. Yeah. Oh. You know what? <laughs> Captain deserves that shield. Captain. Oh, Captain. He he, he deserves for trying. Like, because even without Tony, you clearly see why they need Tony. <laughs> yeah. Because they really... fail horribly in their little experiment to send back um, Scott. Oh, my gosh. When they're trying it without him and he comes back as, like, a kid, then an old man, then a baby. Yeah. Something in that. I don't know if that's the order, but basically that. And you're just like, oh, they're you They're like, guys. you guys, you need, you need Tony. You, you need, need a Tony. professional. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony comes back, of course, and... And, you know, and that's that's why the Avengers work. You got the heart, you got both sides of the same heart. You've got the endurance of Steve Rogers. He's and you just got the, never going to quit. He is ever. never going oh to quit. Oh, gosh. And Tony is just, I, he, I, don't, I don't, he just is. He just is. He's, he's just, he's, he's what you need. You were right about that authority. <laughs> it's like he's just got the authority. So then we go to get Thor. We're like, hey, mm-hmm. let's yeah. go get Thor. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like, we'll get Thor. It's going to be great. And getting the band back together. <laughs> get the band. So they go pick him up and they're like, hey, where is he? And then they're like, oh, he doesn't come out of his house anymore. And they're like, he only comes out every now and then to get supplies. And right. they, like point at the I don't beer. think any of us are expecting. I was. As Wait, soon as you they were... showed the beer, I was like, he's fat. Like, really? Like, you can't sit you around. Are... I was like, even if you're a god, you cannot sit around for what's been five years at this point. Right. Never come out of your house and drink kegs and kegs of beer and still be in shape. I was like, he's fat. Like, I knew it as soon as they showed that. <laughs> so, like, they went back. It so caught me off guard. Went up there. Nope. I saw it coming because I was like, they're not showing him because they're waiting for a reveal. As they were like, where, Thor, where you are? Where are you? And he's like, oh, did you come to fix the cable? And I was like, this nigga left the house. <laughs> like, it's like, he's huge. So, like, yeah, he uh, obviously they show him and he's got the huge belly. And it's funny <laughs> for, so, for me. <laughs> so, here's the thing. I 
I hated it the first time I watched the movie. Yeah. I hated it. I was like, why did they make Thor fat? Um, this it was it felt like a disservice to this character. I feel that for sure. Um, and I what angered me the most was like it felt like a disservice to the character for a joke. Yeah. Oh look, he's got a fat suit on. It's funny, and I was like, that's not. However, the second time watching it, I have done a one eighty. Same. And when you were when you told me like when you you looked up why they chose to do that, why they chose because to do. I was like I was like okay, I'm with it for now. And then when it ended with him still like bigger, was I was like. Okay, was he not going to like work out or do like a Hercules monologue yeah. montage where, you know, he's going to get That really shape. bummed me because I was that, just like, yeah. I want him to be his normal self. Yeah. But the, the thing that they were presenting was like, no, he's not going to be his normal self again. He has lost everyone. Out of all of the Avengers, he has lost everyone. And yeah. it's been placed on him so heavy on his shoulders. Like, you're supposed to be the king. You're supposed to be the one that we look yeah. up to. There's a f- whole future out of you. I've had people close yeah. to me that I looked up to as a kid who were mentors in my life that I have watched their lives like slowly crumble away and it's heartbreaking. It is hard and there's nothing you can say because they've just had um, failures and circumstances thrown at them to where they just, they stopped being able to get back up. That's the difference between someone like Thor and someone like Captain America where it's like Steve Rogers never had anything and he just kept pushing himself up regardless Mm -hmm. of what was thrown at him whereas like Thor started off on top on top of everything he was a god he was a god and it was like he didn't have to think about anything he didn't he didn't have anything to worry about yeah he just did what he loved he battled he never lost like that was his first loss yeah he lost his family he lost his home he lost his world he was the reason that half the population got snapped away because he didn't go for the head so it's kind of like not only did he lose everything that he's ever known and cared about, yeah, it was also his fault. Yeah, like so. so I actually, upon rewatching it, I sat there in the theater and I, instead of laughing this time and like kind of feeling uncomfortable, like the first time I watched, it, I was like, this is just a joke. Yeah, I was like, oh, this actually isn't a joke. This yeah. is, this is really tragic. Yeah, and it's I was like, really sad. I don't know if you said it already, but basically that they were just trying to show like that it's depression and real depression doesn't just go away and no. just get zapped away and you're no. skinny and you're happy again it's just you deal with that and like you move on and that's your life and you have yeah. to slowly dig out and of I, it. and upon for like the first time you watch it i they did the right thing where they played it for jokes in terms of like making it palatable because uh-huh. it's like you can't just have yeah. a whole film with like depression 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 mm-hmm. so that distracted me because i was like oh you know it's just it you know they're just playing it for laughs you rewatch it it's actually not that funny yeah like Everyone around him is kind of making jokes, mm-hmm. but they're making jokes out of their own discomfort. Yeah. And like, he himself, like, he is funny, but when you really look at him, yeah. he's, like, he's, he's sad. dealing with something. Like, when they were, like, at the point where they're talking about trying to get the Infinity Stones, and he's, like, he basically talks. kind of breaks down, and he's, like, yeah, like, that was my girlfriend, and she's gone, and also my mother died. I've And everybody, and it, people kind of laughed because he, like, broke down and cried. I was, like, I know that that's played as a joke it's meant to be funny but he's literally talking about how he lost his girlfriend and his mom died like yeah that's anybody that was around you said that and started crying like even if they didn't you would be so uncomfortable like you wouldn't say anything you'd be like i'm so sorry but us as humans you know a lot of times like when there's enough of distance we're like and it's in a movie so it's like oh you know it's just an actor but it's like no he's going through something so i know I, i i agree with everyone else who might be like man it was it was hard to see one of our favorite yeah you know characters and and i do agree like 
the the Thor films, they never really knew what to do with him. They started off on a very interesting note, um, one that a lot of audiences didn't agree with. Then they tried to course correct it in Thor 2. Then they definitely just took a wild left turn in Thor 3. Mm-hmm. His character has never been as tonally consistent as, as any of the others. But um, the one thing that, first off, Chris Hemsworth brings to the table is that he is – you look at him – and he could be that, oh, I, I know who he is type mm-hmm. of guy. It's yeah. like, oh, it's very stereotypical. I know what he's going to give me. Like, he's going to be this, like, normal jack type of dude. But he has consistently shown, like, he has more of a heart. Yeah, he does. But he also is a lot more vulnerable mm-hmm. than he he portrays at first. Yeah. And I think that's the one consistent that lasts the film. One of the things I hated about Ragnarok, even though I thought it was really funny, was that literally he loses everybody in that film. And it's just an entirely h- hilarious film. Yeah. But then there's a moment in Infinity War, the one right before this, where he's talking about everyone he's lost and it's the first time Rocket Raccoon kind of actually like like steps over to him. Yeah. And he's just like, "Hey man, are you okay?" and he's just like, "I I it has to work." Yeah. Because then I'm essentially I'm nothing if it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was a And that was like that a moment where it, like it almost made up for all of Ragnarok where you can almost play off Ragnarok as being like the uh, denial the denial phase yeah mm, you know the, it's hilarious it's funny but it's it's all in denial yeah and people can say like oh it's totally inconsistent um why is thor just making jokes he's lost everyone's like that character he's not steve rogers steve rogers mourns laments tony gets angry yeah you know mm-hmm. um these but but thor is one who, who like he's a man child yeah and he is learning how to process his emotions yeah and it's just i don't think he's ever lost anybody at that point like, at up until kind of like up until the yeah. second one where he lost, lost his mom which mom. i totally forgot about i honestly thought she died in mm, ragnarok it, yeah <laughs> it had been a second since i'd seen yeah. the second one but um yeah up until that moment he like kind of lost his brother but it was like you know he still has daddy yeah exactly and like he didn't really lose his brother because his brother was kind of like evil so it was like but also like, like really also like loki died loki lives loki died exactly. loki lives loki so dies kind of like loki might be back like and we loki. know he's back <laughs> loki 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 might be back that's that should be <laughs> and a, a he t-shirt. will be <laughs> he is he's actually getting his own tv show loki waiting for loki <laughs> he, he's getting a tv show on disney plus Really? Yeah. So when he picked up the Tesseract, I was like, that, that boy, the start of he's, that. he's transporting right he's to his it. own TV yeah, show. That boy gone. <laughs> um, so then, so they get Thor on. They're like, we got beer. And he's like, cool, let's go. And then we go and get Hawkeye. We get Hawkeye in Japan, in, Japan, uh, in Tokyo. Speaking fluent Japanese. I, I went to Tokyo once and um, it was significantly less death than I've seen portrayed <laughs> in films. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> not as not as a lot, not a lot of people running around with uh, swords. swords. Yeah, and, like, just surprisingly each other through windows. You know, they come over here and they're like, "What? You guys aren't all cowboys out here?" It's like, no, <laughs> no, it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. So they they get the band back together. Now they're working on the time machine, and this is where they they talk about the uh, particles and how they only have enough. And then that's when the little strength thing happens. And he's like, "Oh, oh now we have one left." And I'm like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the world's just gonna end then. <laughs> You're just gonna laugh about it. <laughs> I love, I love what gets you like mad. Because like Benji mad in a film is just not something that happens very often. But when it does, I'm just like, can we just like all be serious here for a minute, <laughs> right? We're trying to save the world. I wanted him to transport back to Iron Man One and be like, hey, Rhodey, look a little, uh, looking a little different there, looking a little uh, Terrence Howardy. <laughs> like, uh, what? What are you talking about? No, no, it's totally me. I'm totally Don Cheadle. I like the whole 
be, uh, Back to the Future Part Two like nods where they're like watching themselves. They're like, yeah, do it, certain things. It's clearly a meta nod where it's like, oh, remember the end of the first movie? Like we're we're here and like it goes on. Like yeah, Tony, we're, like, we're gonna see this scene. You remember this scene? But we're watching it from behind, and then you're gonna see what happens after. Yeah, that. and Tony's like, oh, why are we all posing? I'm like, yeah, why were y'all posing? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> all those years ago. You have to a lot a lot of fun contractually stuff. obligated. So then Thor and Rocket go to Asgard in 2013 mm-hmm. for the second Thor movie. Yeah. Um, and then Widow, um, Black Widow, this is my abbreviations, Black Widow, uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and Don Cheadle. What's his character's his, name? Uh, it's Rhodey. Machine. War Machine. War Machine. Rhodey. Is Rhodey his name? And yeah, it's James his... Rhodes. Okay. Well, him and Nebula all go to Morag in 2014, which is what? The second? Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians? Just okay. the first Guardians. So then, <laughs> everyone has oxygen in space. By the way, yeah, it's just like something that we're gonna look right back. <laughs> like, they're all just talking up in space. We're like, like no not one's worried. Worried about it. At no all. one's worried that they're gonna get. <gasps> no. But I feel like the technology is so advanced on these planets. Maybe they just have an artificial. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Artificial air probably also explains why they all somehow know how to communicate with each other, no matter what battle they're in. Yeah. It's just like, uh, hello. I'm telling you, it's literally. It's those comms Like you sign the contract And you say I'm an Avenger And then they say Good. I need to know what here's Wi-Fi your, they network say, they're on your comm system Channel 3 Or else you will be ignored <laughs> Always be on uh, channel 3 Haw- Hawkeye Can you go to channel 2 Hey Hawkeye Did you see what Black Widow's wearing today? Okay wait Let's go okay, back, back to the battle Back to the battle Back to the battle Back to 3 wait, wait, wait Why is everybody running that way Did we miss something Oh shoot you Never go off channel 3 bro you Gotta have two walkies At the same time <laughs> gotta, Oh my god. You gotta be a shock Oh my gosh Yeah well that's what's happening happening so a lot of stuff a lot of time mm-hmm. traveling uh shenanigans time traveling really grabbing the stones we don't have to go through all of have it to go through um, everything. so basically um what were your what was your favorite so just big everybody gets their stones um what's her face kind of compromises it because she links up nebula links up with her old oh self. yeah that's kind of a and significant then, yeah and then thanos like kind of gets literally the entire what's happening so he, <laughs> he gets the uh, last last week on Avengers <laughs> Infinity War right like here's everything you missed last season on Avengers Infinity War <laughs> he's like son of a so yeah he gets all of that he gets the spoilers then... he takes it like a champ too he watches himself die dies he watches himself die and goes hmm and that is the a way destiny. the cookie crumbles. He's <laughs> <laughs> way too chill about He's that. I'd be like, chill. you just watched yourself die. He's like, well, that wasn't me, and it's not gonna be because I'm no. about to attack these mother. I mean, it says something about his character. That guy does not flinch. He's pretty. He is super chill in the face of death every time. With the three times we saw him face his own death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so what was your favorite out of all the time travel scenarios? Uh, or briefly, if you had to I say was something. Like, I didn't really. I'm not a big time travel. I just, with this time travel, I was just very like uncomfortable with it because I didn't completely understand it. Whereas like obviously everybody knows the time travel where you go back and you fix the future and it's like a direct link. That's true. Or like the, we're like Dragon Ball Z time travel where it's like, if you go back and change something, it doesn't change your timeline. It changes that timeline. So the timeline splits off or change it and it makes a better future for that timeline. Right. So I'm like, I get that, but just the way that it was like, it's still the same timeline, but nothing changes for you. It was a little, it seemed a little messy for me watching it again. I understood it a little bit more and probably if I keep watching it, it's going to, I'll be able to pick things and I'm like, okay, this is probably why that, or I mean, it's not like, um, you're not wrong. It's not, but it's not a huge deal. Like the story is the story no. and it makes it 
does what it needs to do. I liked I liked the moment that Thor. I mean, if we're if we're gonna talk about which I thought was very successful, uh, like I liked the moment that Thor goes with his he speaks with his mom yeah i mean you know he needed to have his mom talk with him and she saw right through him he really did she immediately was like what's wrong with you because like let me tell you moms will recognize that i remember this one time i was like at uh gymnastics practice and i fell and i like scratched my like eye or something like that i came home and i was talking to my dad for like a straight hour and a half Lights on in the bedroom. He said nothing to me. Like he's, I'm standing in his room after he like went to bed and I'm like standing in front of the TV Uh and my mom walks in, lights are like low. It's literally just TV light. And she's like, hey Benji. And then she stops immediately and goes, what happened to your face? And I was like, how did you even see that? She's like, I, she's like, I'm your mom. I see everything. Yeah, she like, didn't need she didn't need an excuse of like I'm a witch or anything. I was raised yeah. by witches. She just was like, Mom, the mom card, full on mom. Honestly, card. if Renee Russo's character had just said, I'm your mother, I'd have been like, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, no. okay. Like, I don't, I don't need to know that you were raised by witches exactly. or anything. Exactly. Like, I was like, I need no explanation. I never said I was from the future. You were fat as hell. <laughs> like, I walked around the corner. You were skinny. <laughs> You're fat as hell. I turn around. You got a full beard, dreadlocks, and you're fat, and yeah. you got a red eye. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just go ahead and say probably future, right? Some sort of time travel. We live in space. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you know. It's not that leap. You're talking to a raccoon. Like, this is just not, these are not leaps that we have to take yeah, here. Yeah, right. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, yeah. So that I like that best. moment. Uh, <laughs> or when, or when, um, what's his face got to talk to his dad? Uh, when yes. Stark got to talk to his dad. Which was interesting because he's only ever been presented as an asshole. Yeah, so I was interested to see like why he was super like But he's his father. Yeah. I mean he was he's an asshole, but they never portrayed him as anything other than like a harsh dad, but not yeah. like an abusive dad. Yeah, Just yeah, like yeah. He, he was, was a little stern, but And he had been gone at that point for a while. But they'd always either though. portrayed him like when you first see him in Iron Man Two, it's kind of a weird relationship they have mm-hmm. where like you're watching footage of him and he's being he he literally hires a kid to play Tony while like it, it they're showing like the behind the scenes footage of him uh-huh. him like this is my son, Tony Stark. And then it like cuts and it's just like, all right, kid, get out of here. And the real Tony like comes and it's like, hey, can I be in the commercial? It's like, get the hell out of here, kid. <laughs> so his real son was not good enough for him. So like that's kind of the relationship yeah. they introduce you. But also maybe he just didn't want his son in the public eye. So he play, had sure. a kid play. He was just really sensitive. I will say I was finally watching Iron Man 2 for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. l- last night. So there's a lot that I, I don't remember about how that relationship ends up. But um, you know, uh, Dominic Cooper played a younger version of Howard Stark in the first Mar- uh, Captain America movie. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's always tied into the relationship. Like Steve Rogers has been friends with a Stark for as long as like, you know, they've been, they've been, <laughs> they've been around. Shut <laughs> oh, that I know that reference because that's uh, I was like, that's from Game of Thrones. That. <laughs> but yes, fatherhood definitely plays a huge, huge part in this series, mm-hmm. especially in these films. You have Gamora. Uh, well, you have um, you have Tony Stark and his dad, you uh, and his daughter as well. You have Scott Lang and his daughter. You have Clint and his daughter, mm-hmm. and then you have, of course, uh, Thanos and his daughter. His daughters, is, is yeah, not really his daughters, but, but like basically, kind of. But you know, it's a thing. So we've traveled back in time, um, and then of course, right as everyone is heading back, Nebula gets switched out. Yeah, uh-huh. and then everybody's doing. Um, everybody got their stones, like kind of. Well, not super easy, really an inconvenience. It was actually super easy, <laughs> barely an inconvenience. It was actually really difficult. And then freaking um, 
the two, our two friends, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. Oh, God. One, two, go. three, not it. <laughs> right? They have to go get the soul stone. You know That's how, like... We would have figured it out. You know how, like, uh, whenever it's like, who's going to jump in the pool? Okay, we'll jump at the same time. <laughs> One, <laughs> two... Uh, yeah, uh, you didn't do it. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, one of us is gonna die for that soul stone. <laughs> like, but seriously, one of us has to die. So, oh, we didn't reference. <laughs> so, the the two directors having gotten their start in television, working on the show Community, they have brought a lot of ex Community alum along with them. Collectively, someone from Greendale has shown up in the MCU. <laughs> They just keep popping in. So this and time ooh, we, this time we got Shirley. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. Ooh, no, he, he's not gonna come in here and try <laughs> to take my stone. Oh no, he's got a hippie beard. <laughs> oh no, I don't like that. But Jesus loves him. <laughs> that bugs me. Still, she Anyways. was probably my favorite character on that show. Um, yeah, we we get back to the future. <laughs> we have to uh, go. No, Soul back. Stone. So oh, soul they stone. fight each other for the soul stone. I How did you feel about that? How did you feel about losing Black Widow as a character? I knew it had to happen. I mean, you, I, why did you think it had to happen? Uh, I just knew because of the fact that, A, um, it's Hawkeye has a family, period. Right. So I was like, if either of them needs to die so that the other one can live, it's Hawkeye needs to come back to his family. Right, yeah, Versus Black Widow doesn't have a family. She can't have a family. Why? Why do you keep saying that? Because I don't remember she that said they were. Uh, they made her infertile. All the people that she was oh. raised with, they like. Right. They, that was in Ultron. Uh, possibly. Is that it the was, one that she has her flashback? Like, yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was in Ultron. Was Man, like, I haven't yeah, watched that in forever. They, yeah. So they made all. Yeah, of you them. kept mentioning that. I was like, what? how do you just <laughs> know this random? Well, t- apparently somebody was paying attention. Uh, I've not seen them all, but I saw the ones that I saw. Anyways, um, yeah. So yeah, and then it's like also. Like she, this is like her ultimate final redemption. I think. Yeah. Like she, which unfortunately she she really didn't need it because she's been a hero. But yeah. also it's like you were a murderer essentially. So it's like okay, like this will be your final ultimate, your That's last true. thing that you will That's do true. that will ultimately. It's one of those things you don't think about because it's not like they're showcasing that. Yeah, exactly. And, but and I the- like. I knew it. I was like, I'm sorry to see her go, but that's just how it has to be. She's like, the one holding the gang together, though. Yeah, she is. Like, so, like at the end, like not in the end. At, at the, the beginning? Uh, at the beginning, she was holding down the fort, which I was also like, why are all of these incredibly powerful beings answering to you? Like, Because she knows where it's at. She won. <laughs> but it is kind of funny how they are. Like, yeah. You've got like everyone. to her. But yeah, she won. She, when Cap's gone, she's second in command. Which where was Cap? Cap was there. So Cap was going to his his meetings, you know, his like <laughs> his AA meetings. <laughs> he was going his, to his support groups. His, all right, his dust groups. <laughs> it's not a dirty word, technically. Should be. That don't, feels. I feel offended. Don't say dust kids. <laughs> yeah, all, um, only dusties can yeah. be dusters. So yeah, she um she She's dies. It's sad. Some people did not like that. I I get I get like it's another instance of a you know just killing off a female character and not really you know I don't, I don't know if I would say she, I don't think it was unjustified like it I wasn't think unjustified because literally somebody has to die to get the soul stone it's that simple like it'd been nice if they could have been like 
Yeah, but only hey. women only women seem to be dying we, for this soul stone. We came back with our soul stone. Can we get our friend back? But honestly, <laughs> though, why can't they? I, that's what I want to know. Go back I, to the exact moment yeah. when you took it, or you know, like five seconds before. Yeah. Scoop diddy poop. Scoop diddy poop. Get that. Get Black Widow that before is, she falls and be like, mm, refund. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll take my money back. I want to turn this in. Uh, thirty days or less, right? Right. So how about thirty seconds or less? <laughs> I just like yeah I I I see it I I want it I got it I bought it no oh, that was bad <laughs> um but yeah no I I see why it had to be her obviously I don't think that was out of uh like a malicious will towards women right I just think that was what it had to be given the choice of the two of them and then also mm-hmm. um. I do wish, though, that they had, like, put a little bit more effort into explaining, like, no, no, specifically, this is why she can't come back. Because they said, right. the guy said, oh, it's an eternal exchange. But yeah. it's also, like, we're not keeping the soul stone, so why does she have to stay dead? Right. Yeah. You know, well, you know it's so, just the things that, like, people, like, people who read the comics yeah. are, like, well, I know that for this reason. Me, as a film goer, I'm like, eh, I don't. And but. also, it's, like, in shows, and not shows like this, but in, like, movies like this. And like stuff like and like shows like I watch like Vampire Diaries and stuff. There is always a way around everything. So it's kind of like when something is finite like that, it's like, but it's not like there is a way around that and you can find it. You're just choosing not to. But again, I digress. I see why it happened. It's cool. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Even though I it, it's going to be sad. I Well, she has her own film and I haven't looked into it enough. I know she's getting paid a good amount for it. Yeah. Um, I know it's finally happening. The question is, I don't I don't know if it is a prequel or if it is well, a sequel. It can't be a sequel. She's dead. Bro, you don't know. That's true. Anything could happen. I literally just said it. Yeah, anything. <laughs> I mean, there are talking raccoons that send her emails. So, <laughs> so nothing so strange. Nothing is strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. Snap back to reality. Well, oh, there goes gravity. So everybody returns, including uh, I don't want to say fake Gamora, just um, Gamora to our knowledge. Yeah. Oh, and what was sad was that, which I noticed this time, was when they were about to leave. Um, Black Widow was the one that said, see you guys in a minute. Oh. So I was like, oh, I said that to you and you just yeah. completely ignored me. I was like, okay, well, I thought it was a good ass. I thought it was a good notice. So I'm going to say it. You know what? It is <laughs> It is sad. We don't, we did not see her in a minute. Yeah. And she didn't come back. That's She's really dead. Sad. She's dead. So they do come back. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of them. Everybody else comes back. <laughs> most of the people come back. They mourn. And then, of course, it's on to business. It's back to business um, yeah. instantly. Oh, another quick question is yeah. when Thor went back and took his hammer, where Skinny what? Thor was like, whoop, what? <laughs> he was like, is uh, anybody want to tell me where Mjolnir went? Like, <laughs> uh, Mjolnir. Come here, sweetie. Oh, and then Stanley's cameo. Oh yeah, back in oh, the past. He's yeah. dead too. Yeah, he's not coming like, back. For real. Yeah, that's sad. We're not snapping him back. Um, I say that like so so callous. <laughs> I was like that was super callous. I, I love. Was, I wasn't leaning into that with you. I was like, you just keep making people he's hate. Dead. You. <laughs> dead. 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 Sad. They're dead. They're dead. We're dead. What's that from? That's from Treasure Planet. <laughs> okay. I was good to see him. It's good. Like it is good to see him. I was like, if he. If that was the last one, that was the perfect one to be the last one, you know. Right. But you know, we don't know how many he recorded. Who knows um, where that guy? That guy is everywhere in this universe. And then boom goes the dynamite. Hulk puts on the. Uh, yeah, they come back. They put the. Which okay, that was another thing for me that I was kind of like okay, like before, like we had to go to the planet. What I, I forget the planet's name or the star to literally like 
use the power of a star to make a gauntlet that is powerful enough to like harness the power of the stones all at once and it still destroyed the gauntlet so it's like true how is it that stark is just able to like "Mm, let me make a glove that's gonna do that so that's a little Wait, thing. What that... movie do they show that in where they make the gauntlet? Uh, the last one. No, they, where they that's... don't show him making the gauntlet. But oh, they, right, right. They say that's what he. That's made. what he did, and that's right. why he like messed up Peter Dinklage's hand. Yeah, and then that's why that's I where Thor went that. to make the weapon because that's yeah. where they make weapons for gods that are powerful enough to be. That's true. By gods. I didn't even think about so that. I thought about that twice, which is like they specially made a glove, which I'm like, okay, they specially made that with the glove in mind, maybe. Maybe there was some material they could find. Maybe there was something he did to make that work to where it's just it needs to work for one snap and then it'll break. Right. But then in the end, right. he just uses his normal thing, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but that yep. was just something I don't know. for me where I was like, mm, okay. Uh, I just want this to work. So, yes. That's true. <laughs> it's kind of like just pretend that they know what they're doing. Pretend Turn a blind eye. Don't see anything. And it's all good in the end. And it, we, we are, I mean, he's created a gauntlet. Get over it. Yeah. Let's exactly. move on. So they put it all in and they're like, who's going to do it? Hulk snippety snaps them back. Uh, and I, I have to imagine, I know there's a lot of, you know, theories and, and supposed plot holes. I am among those in the audience that was happy that they didn't just erase the last five years mm-hmm. just in terms of like story arc i respect it however there are a lot of issues to be had with just like poof like what if somebody had remarried you know what if somebody well, yeah that's just that's you life. know like you have to tackle all that something else i hadn't thought about apparently these people are reappearing around where they disappeared so yeah. like that opens up a whole world of issues it's true like if they're like reappearing like in, in the middle of the street like because they were like walking bah, bah. Home. that's yeah. always my issue with time travel movies people mm-hmm. be time traveling into the street and it's like how do you know you're not gonna like time travel into the middle of a building into the very yeah. fabric of an atom like yeah you're dead time travel like with a stake through like with, <gasps> like a beam through you or time travel and like end up in the sky and like fall yeah. so these are and that's also another thing that's been proposed like you can't actually time travel because the planet has moved and so like if you time traveled you would if you hit the same spot you would be like in space somewhere because yeah, the planet to, has shifted. Yeah, but that's time travel. That's what Tony Stark was doing is a, he was adjusting all of that so you don't come back as a baby and you don't mm-hmm. end up yeah. in space yeah. and all that. He just so, knows how to do that. Yeah, he just, which again, that was another thing where I was like, well, that's convenient that Stark just turned around in one night and figured out time travel. Like, that's realistic. Like, I mean, obviously nothing here is realistic. No, I know. But also, It's funny what I we pick like, and choose. Yeah, I was like, okay, a suit of armor. Like, okay, he flies. But like, mm, time travel. Let me just ponder that. Oh, you know what? Bam, there it is. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. Whoop, like, there it whoop, is. There it is. It's like, yeah. okay, that was easy. But Take anyways. some leaps of faith. But you know what? Love you guys. That's what had to happen for the movie. And it <laughs> works. It works. Uh, and then it's immediately followed by destruction. Boom. We- I thought they all, honestly, I was, when we were in the theaters the first time, I just went, and they're dead. Yeah. That's it. Oh, absolutely. Because freaking Ant-Man was standing in the, Pew. like, yeah, he was standing in a window. Like, he would have been dead, honestly. Yeah, but but I, I think when you rewatch it, I'm not sure. I need to see a third time and kind of, like, slow it down. It looked like he was flying back, but also getting smaller as he flew back. Well, probably because he did wake up tiny. Right. But also, like, I don't know, maybe he, like, at the last second saw that the thing was, the missile was about to hit. Sure, he And did. he flew back. We'll say that, but also if he just got blown back like it looked like he did, like then that he was dead. Yeah. 
I'm like trying to figure out who's dead because uh, also this whole time, I think most of our characters are going to, not most of them, but I'm thinking a, like three to five of them might die. Uh, I don't know where lot. I was at. At a certain point, I thought I was going to lose all the Avengers, and mm. then it very clearly became like, oh, this yeah. is going to be a respectful end. It's not going to be yeah. like everybody dies, Super but the tragic. ones who have to yeah, will. are going to. Um, yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at um, with like, that's just how my brain works is like when I know that I'm losing people like mm-hmm. in a show, I disconnect from people, which oh. again is like why like I was like, I didn't give a crap about Rocket because I was like, I don't know you that well. If you die, I'm good. So like I have to like disconnect. I can't be like, oh, he said that one funny thing. I think I kind of like him now. I'm like, he said a he's funny dead. thing, but also he's probably going to die. Right. So it's like I just got to pick and choose where I you open up your heart. Yeah, I'm like Captain America. You stay alive and we're good. Like uh, I'm trying to think who else I was really like, you need to stay. Obviously, like. Spider-Man needs to come back. Like, just there's certain people that you're like, you guys. Spider-Man needs to come home. Spider-Man needs to homecome. So, <laughs> and then he needs to go far from, and then he needs to get the hell back to get the hell back to to home to get to house. Get get to house. Spider-Man, get to house. <laughs> the third one, Spider-Man past curfew. <laughs> <laughs> oh Spider-Man past curfew. So you think everyone's dead? Yeah. Um, our slowly. our original trio are standing side by side. Thor. He's, his head's back in the game. His body's not back in the game, no. but his head's back in the game. Yes. He's he's here. He's a team player. He's got both of his... He's got his axe and his Mjolnir. Yeah. He is going to... Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. They are, they're going to face down Thanos. Thanos, of course, he's like... He's had a complete 180 mm-hmm. on how we felt originally, which is like, you know, save half of life and uh, restore balance. And now it's just like, you know what? Screw your balance. He's like, destroy everything because clearly you guys aren't ever going to give up like if there's anybody left who remembers what it was then they're never going to let it go so I'm just when I leave it up to humans too an entire universe full of races and and people and aliens and humans are the one pest that is just and I think that's funny because it's like I bet you it's like the same as like how people view Americans like if there is life outside (laughs) of humanity Uh I think probably everybody looks at humanity like other countries look at America where they're like, they just think they are hot shit. Don't they? <laughs> they just think yeah. they're the toughest thing around. Yep. They think they're so cool and they're so, they have so much heart and so much bravery. Fuck them. But also, they're kind of cool. <laughs> With my American just it, came out a little bit. It, <laughs> it's true. It, I mean, you know yeah. what? Because I was like, in every, there's so many movies where they're like, humanity, oh, they're so courageous, and they're so, the way they love, and just like, all these human qualities that make them so special, and it's like, really? Well, of course, we're going to make, like, propaganda films (laughs) for our own race, like, it's only until we're actually faced with the realization, like, oh, there's other people out there? (laughs) Shit, now we gotta, like, I guess, open up. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... (laughs) So he's like, humanity is is annoying, and I'm gonna get rid of you guys. And he's like, yeah, we're stubborn, says Tony. <laughs> I love that. And of course, they start facing him down. Um, I like the build up to this end fight. You have mm-hmm. clear moments of like, you're not really sure where it's going. I think that was something I I was excited about going in the first time, which is they the trailers showed very little of what was happening. I didn't know what we were building up to. I hadn't yeah. pieced together an idea. No, I, just was I was like, kind of like, I hope they can win. I mean, I knew there was going to be a team up, but I was not prepared. Yeah. And I love um, just whenever they're fighting and they hit the, like the double attacks from like video games. And oh stuff. yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I'm not a video game player, but I did play 
the uh, Marvel video games for like a hot second. Right. Um, which for me is like less than a normal gamer hot second. I mean, like maybe a week right. with my friend. But right. like, I, I was so, it's just super cool to see like the team ups when like Thor hits Captain America's hammer and it just like clears out a forest. Or, or, or Thor shoots lightning into the back of Iron Man. Yeah, and it's just like, boom, this is yeah. like, super cool. So love those team ups. But, um, but they're like fighting. They not, all, they all start getting pinned down. Not yet. One by we, one. We gotta, so like the other people that are in the rubble, because they're okay, still dealing, right. they're still trying to get out. Um, they've got the gauntlet. Yeah, um, Barton has the gauntlet. Yeah, and he, so the little, the dogs are like chasing him. He kills him with this thing. And then that's when oh, Nebula that's when, has the moment yep. of her redemption right. is killing herself. That's true. Like I gotta, said, You got to kill the old self to move on. To move on to the future. Symbolism. And again, with it not being a linear timeline or with it not being whatever, however they explained it. It doesn't kill her, which that would be like really what weird. What doesn't like, kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little taller. Doesn't mean I'm lonely when I'm It, it is all kinds of effed up, whatever they <laughs> yeah. did. Like, like clearly Tony Stark created a different timeline in mm. which Thanos didn't exist. Yeah. So even though he... But it's like... But, but wait, I did don't he know? No, but, no, he didn't. Yeah, because there's no timelines. It's just one timeline. But I don't you're know. just adjusting. I see. Like, did, yeah. did you ever see that movie Looper with... Um, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis. I think I did. There was a moment where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's trying to understand what's going on and Bruce Willis's character, which is just him older, goes, don't think about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. And it's like he turned to the camera like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't think, think about, about it. it. <laughs> you know? Oh man. So yeah, so then we go back outside to everybody fighting mm -hmm. and that's when mm -hmm. people are getting pinned down. Mm -hmm. Like he's taking everybody yeah. one by one. What's happening? We drop Iron Man yep. and then he's he drops Cap for a sec yep. and then he starts fighting uh he Thor is fighting. fighting putting Thor down and Thor's on his back and he's uh -huh. putting Thor Stormbreaker into Thor's chest like a yep. callback to Infinity Wars. Oh. And then we see the hammer rise. And we see it fly. Oh my god! And it hits him, and we're just like, "What?" And then it flies back. Oh my god! Like, who just threw that hammer? Oh my god! Guess who? It's Captain Freaking America. <laughs> and we're just <gasps> like, I we're like humanity, but we're also like America, bitch. <laughs> that was way too loud. <laughs> I I I cannot. I I cannot. Oh my gosh! That uh, that so. I have we I am both. twenty I am twenty I will be twenty eight years old in November. Mm -hmm. I've been on this earth a long enough time. I've been watching films since I was five years old uh, in theaters. Uh -huh. I've seen a lot of movies. I've had a lot of experiences. <laughs> I've gone to a lot of opening nights. I've had a lot of large crowds. I've had a large a lot of small crowds. I've seen movies people care about. I've seen movies people eh, don't care about. I've seen movies I want to see. I've seen movies I don't want to see. So wait, and, and have you seen movies? I've. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm qualified. All I'm saying is, in all of my years, in my limited amount of years, but still very filled years, mm -hmm. I have never, <laughs> ever ever had a moment with which I was overwhelmed with such just joy, and surprise, like, victory, like pride. Just <laughs> I, I literally shout as the loudest I have ever shouted in theaters mm -hmm. in my life. Everybody was there, but I think I might've been the loudest one. Yeah. I just went, oh, I, <laughs> it, I could not even fathom. When, when I tell you that I'm not a huge fan of these films, like I'm not exa exaggerating. They're not, you know, I don't rewatch them that much. Mm -hmm. I love the characters, as I've mentioned many times. What I, snuck up on me was how much I cared about these characters. Yeah. 
and I, you know, at all these years I've been following these films, it's kind of like you don't think, you know, Regina George, you, you don't like her. You say you don't like her, but you talk about her but also, a lot. You love her. You know, you talk about her a lot. And I, when that moment happened, ever since, we try not to talk too much about the previous films in this one episode, but ever yeah. since the first Avengers movie, when he gets up and goes, I can do this all day. I was like, I was there with Steve. I yeah. went, okay, I like this character. Yeah. I, I like what he stands for. I like that he stands for just not giving up. Yeah, and he has his set of like morals and his code that he lives by, and that's what he sticks and to. And it doesn't make him a boring character. They've yeah. done a really good job at challenging his morals mm-hmm. and making that the interesting part about his character, yeah. as opposed to just being like, oh, like Superman's boring, so we've got to edge him up a bit, make uh-huh. him like angry and uh, like brooding all the time. It's like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, he can still be the big blue boy scout, and the, the the drama can come from the fact that not everybody else is like is that. is like that. that. They didn't do that. I don't think they did that well with like the the DC films, but they did it exceedingly well with Captain America, which is like they don't compromise who he is, what he stands for, like from the comics. They just showcase like how hard it is to maintain that. Yeah. In the current state of the world. Yes. So ever since the first Avengers movie, I'm like, I'm with you, Captain. And th- uh, not the first Avengers, the first Captain America movie, Captain I was America. with him. And then in Avengers, there's a line where Tony Stark and Captain America are arguing for their first time. <laughs> the first of many couple arguments. So cute. And, and Tony says, everything special about you came from a vial. Mm-hmm. I about stood up in that theater the first time I saw it back in 2012 and was like, listen here, Mr. Stark, I'm about to let me tell you what. This this man is more man than you could ever be. You could ever be. He did not need some machine to make him. No, he like, has yeah. been a good person since day one. He didn't oh, need it. He was like a little like little guy. He would he would be fighting on the front lines. He might have been dead, but he would. <laughs> but he would have gone. That's he all he just wanted to be. You're the only the only thing special about you is that you came from a suit. From a suit and captain. You'll never know that you're my hero. <laughs> uh, and I had such a such a reaction to that because I had to like I'm not very vocal in movies, but I definitely yelled for that for sure. I was like, yeah. It was just all of these years. Show the thing that I think the Marvel films do very well is showcasing how anybody can be a hero. Yes, they have superpowers, but they're characters that shouldn't be heroes, mm-hmm. and they showcase that the real. The real heroics is the fact that they don't give up. The real yeah. heroic, I mean, even for Thor, it's like here he's lost everything and he's still going to keep fighting. Yeah, he's it's putting your own well-being aside. And and for... here was a moment where like the everyman was shown to be like you are just as worthy. Yeah, you were not born into this, but you kept getting you up. You earned it over yeah. and over and over again, and you have shown. And then followed immediately by just he gets beat the hell up. Well, he kicks. Thanos' ass for a hot second. For a hot second. And I was like, I was like, yes, like, let's get it back. It's another thing where, like, I'm always counting bodies on the field. Right. So I'm like, we got two Avengers that are on the ground that should right. be getting up in any second. Mm-hmm. And they don't while he's sitting there, like, kicking ass. And I'm like, okay, good. Like, you hold him down for a second. And then by the time, like, you're going to start fading, that's when your two friends are going to hop up. And y'all are going to triple team him. And it's over. But right. nobody got up. And then the tables turned. He got his butt kicked a little bit. His, he got his shield down. cracked in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chopped up to bits. Like, um, I don't know. Then, I don't know how many times that shield's been broken. Yeah. The indestructible shield. <coughs> Read the footnotes. That's just when it serves our purpose. Right. 
Uh, and of course, once again, Captain America Steve Rogers oh just stands up. Stands up. I'm like, okay, like you have a god somewhere on the field that's just doesn't matter. Chilling. I don't care. And then you got another guy that's in a full body of armor that's just. I guess laying down, taking five. You know how how little I get, I care about that. I know, but I just I'm saying like this is a team effort. Like we're trying to save the world. Like can somebody else like do their due diligence and get up so we can have a team that's fighting, not just Captain America. So like that was I was annoyed by that, but also it was an amazing scene just, where he gets knocked down and immediately he's the only one there. Stand, that oh God. just stands up. Tightens his shield. Oh, that's when he pulls like, that strap. Go, which, by the way, was his arm broken? Because no, he just had been beaten up to hell. Like, it just looked like there was like a gash or a cut on his arm, been... or like an open something. But also, his leg had been cut too. So either way, like tightens his shield, gets up, looks out, and it's not just Thanos at this point. It's the entire his entire army that they yeah. fought in the first movie. Yeah, that you're just like, oh crap, all those fools are back. Yeah. And he just looks at it and he's like, I guess this is what we're doing today. <laughs> oh, man. There's so, something to admire about. And I think that's where films like this, like, I don't know. It's not like you're going to run out into the, the street and like face down a car and be like, you stop. But you should have that feeling like we we live in a society and a generation that a lot of people are dealing with with enemies that you can't really see. You're talking yeah, about like yeah, deep internal mm-hmm. like depression, like stuff that that it's hard to explain to people, but you still need to have that, like, there are heroes every day who are facing down just hordes of enemies, Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing that says they should win. And I think that's what gets me every time in a film, is when somebody stands up and there is nothing, nothing that that says... says Like you have any sort of a chance. No. They're just like, yeah, but I'm not not going down like a bitch. No. Like, I am literally going to give you everything that I have and yep. you are going to have to fight me. I am me. tearing up. I know you I are. I am tearing up like, right you're now. You're going to have to fight me and take me down to my last breath. That I will fight you. If we talk about anything Which that ties into dad, humanity. My dad would totally cry at that too. And is he'd he be really? like, yes. He'd be like, the devil is going to have to take <laughs> me down to my last breath. I will never give him anything. I'd be like, yes. I don't know why my dad my dad impression voice comes out like donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad sounds like Eddie Murphy apparently. He does not. He doesn't really. <laughs> But um, yeah. So, so Captain America, Steve Rogers is standing me. down, and the portals open, and all and get, of them. So no, 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 we get one portal at first, because again, I'm counting bodies. All right, so we get one portal. Okay, and Black Panther and the two girls walk out. Black I mean, Panther, Shuri, and Okoye. I was like, that's awesome. We're getting back up. And then they kind of like stood there like, oh, we got you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, you don't. I was like, where is everyone else? It's <laughs> like they, he like looked and he was like relieved. And I was like, awesome. We're getting back up. And then I was like, where is everyone else? I was like, where is your army? We need some bodies right. in here. And then like, you know, Hawk, is he Hawk? Who, what is his It's name? the Falcon. Falcon. Sam. Falcon. Sam is Falcon. He flies through. And then all of the portals start opening. And I was like, Okay, awesome. Ah. Got everybody coming in. And then he's like, is that everybody? And then we get the people who are under the rubble. We get uh, Hulk and oh my god, and everybody. And then everybody's out there. Everybody, including like, even the first time I hated this, because um, it was one of my least favorite parts of Iron Man 3, but uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in her suit shows up. And I was yeah. like, all right. But then the second time I saw I was like, yeah, you go, girl. No, You defend I, yeah. your man. I was like, that was awesome. I was like, we even got Gwyneth Paltrow in her new suit. Like, yeah. Come through. I was I like, was, also stay in the back because you're new to this. But like, 
I like hey, that you're here. Hey, <laughs> she can handle it. I was like, I like your, I like your attitude. I like your spunk. <laughs> I like your tenacity. But like, sit back because we don't need you to die. You have a daughter, right? But like, I was like, I was about it. I was like, this is awesome. We got backup, but also, again, I'm counting bodies. I need all of our, I need all hands on deck, and I'm just sitting here waiting on Captain Marvel, who is late. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you missed the last one. Where are you at this time? Because you're kind of involved. You're right. very involved this time. True. So true, like, true. I need you to show up. I need you to click to channel three. <laughs> it's like we're like and lord about- knows somehow all of these avengers show up and they're just like on your left hey i'm talking to you roger well, yeah, that but i'm like if their comms were in when they disappeared they're gonna be in when they come back yeah but that that wi-fi system that this, <laughs> those satellites i'm just saying out of all the things for me to nip it was like, definitely yeah, is one of the more absurd it but- is but i was like wakanda's got a freaking force field around their city which by the way i love that so that all the portals open up i oh. you said it and i i agreed with you like who knew that they had so many characters to fill out such a giant it is such a long cry from that first shot when it was just Hawkeye Black Widow Hulk Iron Man Thor and Captain America yeah and you're like wow that's huge yeah like that was crazy and it's still an iconic shot it's It's amazing so kind of like oh man we have so many more people now like (laughs) and they show up and you have all these characters half of them shouldn't even work well together like (laughs) you know but they're there they're there and and out of the most stuff and it's not because it's funny too it's not even half of these people aren't even human like a lot of them are like aliens from different planets yeah exactly but what unites them all is that they're avengers and you know what they do we avenge no i was gonna say assemble lose that's true (laughs) that oh that moment when captain the only one who could ever say it we know who is the captain? We know who says. We know who's running the show. When it comes far. to like the heart and the the <laughs> stamina, the tenacity, we know who's the one who's gonna say Avengers. You freaking assemble. You, you, you get, get your you shit together. Because you know why? Because he was out there before any of them. He was. <laughs> like, he was like, I was about to run this down by myself. But now you here. Now you here. We can do this. My boys are here. My girls are here. Everybody's here. Everybody is it. here. Uh, but Tony, you knew that it, if it had been anybody else other than Tony doing the final snap, uh-huh. that wouldn't have felt right either. Yeah, it exactly. had. It began and ended with Tony Stark with Tony, but be. before that where do we start I was taking that shot is iconic notes, but like yeah the freaking just both armies just like coming at each other it just, like, for me even seeing Ant-Man giant who's just a father yeah he's just a regular a like suit. schmuck father but, yeah I guess that's a lot of them but he was just <laughs> like I'm doing this yeah. you know it reminded me of like one of my all time favorite movie moments which is Merry and Pippin mm-hmm. from Lord of the Rings oh yeah running ahead of the armies yeah. to face town Mordor like, what are you gonna do they don't but they don't have any right yeah. to be there mm-hmm. in terms of like they're not big they're not they Trained, don't they're not but they've got yeah. the heart <laughs> and they run out and then the rest of the army goes well shit I guess <laughs> and that's what it felt like I, I, you're watching an entire universe of misfits band together and yeah. go fuck you <laughs> exactly we are not going down that's the moral of the story I had so many emotions during that moment oh yeah you were gone after Cap picked up <laughs> after Cap the, especially the second time because I wasn't right next to you the first time no but this time after Cap picked up uh, Molnir. Molnir, after you picked up the hammer, that was it. Like you were crying till the credits rolled. <laughs> like, and I went to the bathroom and I came back and you were crying. Yeah, so well, it was just so beautiful. Even it was those beautiful. credits were beautiful. It was. They got me the first time, but they didn't get me the second time. They didn't get me shouting as loud the second. Yeah. And, but nobody in this theater. This theater was quiet. Yeah, so it very, was like very, less very quiet. appropriate. We had a lot of good moments, and of course, and of course I am inevitable. It says I. 
am Iron Man. Does the snap, and then it's done. It's done. Everybody slowly just starts dusting out. I, at that point, it was like everyone breathed a sigh of relief yeah, in that theater. We were just like, like oh, thanks. <laughs> and of course, you know, we have like brief moments was, of victory. He was how close to snapping with all of them. Yeah. Like before the um, like, Captain Marvel came back in. And was yeah. Like, nope. Like he literally had his fingers together. So like that was, we almost lost twice. Like at Mark. that point, you're just like, well, we suck. <laughs> so uh, he snaps. Then, of course, he's dying. Tony Stark is dying. Yeah. Just. You know, you didn't. You don't think you care about these characters as much as you do, but then when they're dying in front of you, you're just like, <laughs> you know. And and you have a reversal of the whole like, Tony. I don't feel so good with now Peter Parker being yeah. the one alive, having to watch Tony die. That was the one that got me in the theater the first time. I did tear up. One tear might have fallen at that, but that was the one that I was like, oh no, he's losing. It's rough. Everything. Just when he when he goes up to him and it's like, we won, we won. It's like, cause he just, oh, he's Tom just, Holland does a yeah, good job yeah. at like. Plucking them heartstrings, girl. Like he's just, he's playing my heartstrings. And like the, the hardest thing for me though, isn't just the scene with him. It's that you have Rhodey who is an ex from the military. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, who she kind of knew this was gonna come. Yeah, like yeah. as soon as as soon as he said he invented time travel, she had accepted the fact that, that he wasn't he's coming probably back. Not coming back. Yeah. So you have these two adults who are standing by, having to watch a child process like what's going on. Yeah, that was for me rough because that's the most human moment of like films like this where it's just like, after, when it's all said and done, superpowers do not protect your heart. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, exactly. And you have this kid who's just like he just brought back his his mentor, or he just came back. He's got to see his mentor again. He just got accepted by him. Yeah, he just got and his now, first hug, and now he's losing him. And that's but it's it's on the cusp of victory. It's what Tony had to do. Yeah, and to um, save the universe. God, that was rough. Oh yeah. So then, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says her goodbyes. Pepper says her goodbyes. Um, Everybody's like, hey, and they're like, let go. And then he he dies. Fade to black. Sad. Show the names. Play that happy song. No. <laughs> then, of course, we're at Tony's funeral. Um, we see kind of like the, the remnants of everyone returning. Obviously, we don't deal with the messier aspects like we brought up, but um, we deal with all the happy stuff. The yeah. families are back together. Everybody's back together. We see that random kid that nobody knew. Like, I didn't. we didn't know who he was. I immediately <laughs> the, Googled the, it because I was like, I don't know who that is. It was the kid from Iron Man 3 who apparently helped him recharge his suit. Right. Um, so you're welcome for that if you haven't looked it yourself. Um, yeah, then we see all the families that are back together. It's happy, happy. And the, and, and when we go to the funeral, uh, I think the last moment that – no, not the last moment. The, the whole proof that Tony has a heart, uh-huh. that little callback uh, yeah. to the first movie, that, that got me really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, the whole cheeseburgers – Jeez, boogers. The daughter, I love you 3,000. None of the daughter parts really got me, honestly. Really? I just felt like I didn't... Well, you it's are. not that I didn't even believe that she was sad. It's just that, to me, she wasn't sad. Yeah, like, well, she's a And kid. I'm like, you're a kid. Like, you probably don't necessarily know what's going on, but I feel like kids know when a parent dies, you know? Yeah. And it's also I mean, like, yeah, if I, I had seen that little girl, like, if they had literally, if she had been like, where's daddy? Like that, I like got a chill just saying that. Yeah. So like, if something like that had happened, that would have gotten me. Right. But it was just the fact that like, the he was there, like they were listening to his personal message, and she was just kind of like sitting there, like, "Are we done yet?" Like, <laughs> you know, like it looked like she was just kind of like <laughs> right, bored I'll... in church, you know, <laughs> bored and, in church, you know, and same when like 
when they were outside and he was like, what do you want to eat? And she was like, um, cheeseburgers. Like it just looked like. What did you, what did you want her to say? Like, death. I want my dad. Like I, like I'm not hungry. I want my dad. Like, well, you know like, what? You Kids know, process like, things differently. They do. But I'm just saying like, it just, it didn't, her parts didn't hit me that hard. Cause it seemed like she didn't care. It's okay. Me. You, you have a, you're a cruel <laughs> man. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, after that funeral, then of course we cut ahead to we deal with um, Thor. Yes, mm-hmm. Thor, and he gives up, of course, uh, Asgard to Valkyrie. Asgard, Asterisk, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> new Asgard, and uh, then he name drops the title of I, I don't know either the third ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy film or or a spinoff of some sort. Either Asgardians way, I'm for it. Galaxy, <laughs> I am so for that. Yeah, I will be in that theater for Asgardians oh of the gosh, Galaxy. That look that he gives him. No, no, no. Oh, no You're of in course, charge. Of course, of course, of course. Of course course like oh my god so that'll be funny um and then we cut to um them setting up the time machine so that um our boy our boy cap a cap he can go back in time go back he can set things right and now i'm literally just realizing he didn't have anyone to fight in the past he was returning thor's hammer i thought he just he was like this is my new toy i'm never putting this down because clearly (laughs) he is eddie murphy (laughs) so Captain, he leaves, and then he doesn't return right away. Which we all knew that that so, was going to happen, right? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing that made me start laughing in the theater. Yeah. What okay. were you laughing so, at? So I just started thinking about old man Captain hobbling across the Avengers field. Oh, my god! Like, gosh. getting past security and shit <laughs> just so he could, like... <laughs> like, was that their thing, or was that at, um, at Stark's house? I, wherever it I was, was like, I totally thought it was just either house. way. This guy snuck past everybody. This <laughs> old man was just like, eat, eat, like <laughs> walking up, looking like he's got butterscotch candies in his front pocket. Butterscotch candies. <laughs> <laughs> he's so old, but he snuck past everybody and just like, I'm waiting for my one moment. He's been waiting for this moment for years. I think he literally just showed up super early before they got there and was just chilling, like <laughs> watching the water. Had nothing better. Le- to do with Le- his and life. they just only noticed him after after he was gone. Yeah, that's true because they did set that entire thing up. Like nobody looked and was like, "Who the hell is that old man that's just sitting there?" But maybe they thought it was literally just an old man at a park. You know, they didn't like think about it, and then they were like, "Wait, that guy has been sitting there. Like, who is that?" So you're telling me? No, I'm sorry. No, I was waiting. No, 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 no. I want to walk. I want to walk to this logic. <laughs> they just went to a park and set up their time machine. Right? Yeah. This yeah, is yeah, Benjamin yeah, logic. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. They set up their time machine this is... to return the infinity stones. Well, my the act... most dangerous <laughs> weapons in the universe, but they just did that at like La Brea Park and yeah, they were just like, totally. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, my Who's actual, that old man? Doesn't matter. My actual logic was right. saying that it was Tony's house and that's where they were. They were at his lake house. And that he Something had, tells but me But also I thought that he'd been sitting there all day, but that also doesn't make sense because obviously like they would have seen him because they had to set up that whole machine. So, right. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, who's that old guy? Never mind me. Don't worry about it. Butterscotch candies? Nope. (laughs) Uh, And I love that whole little, I love that change. And I, I, for me, so Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, they personify what makes kind of, um, what heroes. the what what makes heroes or what we used to the only version of heroes that we used to look at mm-hmm. so you know i don't want to just like drop it like oh just straight white male like like that's an issue it's just that's the only view of a hero that we kind of had at a certain point 
Um, yeah. Those two were the best of that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, they perf- they were like the personification of like the best that had to offer. Mm-hmm. So to have them now at the end of after 11 years handing over this series to like the new the heroes generation, it, it instead of feeling pandering, it felt almost like an honor to be like. We were the only ones you could have seen as a hero yeah. in the past, but now it's, people know that everyone can be a hero. And it's your turn. It's yeah. everybody else's turn. And for me, like, there was something very, I think, just that kind of, like, that welled up in me where it's like, yeah, when it comes to kind of just, like, the typical hero that everyone always complains about, it's like, we only ever get this type of hero. I'm like, yeah, but you can't get any better mm-hmm. than Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, who just put their all into it. You really can't. You know? And so to have <laughs> them... never going to complain no. watching... Captain America, Chris Evans, run around in his tight little, <laughs> tight little outfits, his spangly outfits. His, his American's ass. I was just, his America's ass. I was just like, you know what? Let's go. Don't so care. those two, though, it it it's it felt like a, a respectful honor where they yeah. like they did their duty. Mm-hmm. People looked at them like the heroes. They still are. Yeah. It's not to trash what we had in the past. It's not to say like, well, we, we need to move away from that. It's yeah. like, but now we can move to a, a broader scope yeah. of what makes a hero. And we can see more. And to have those two be the ones to pass it down and go like, we had this. We respected it. Especially like, you watch Robert Downey Jr. in like recent interviews uh-huh. about it. He is completely changed like how he he approaches this series. And it's yeah. like, it's definitely something that has humbled him over the years where it's like he came from a really rough like history and he knows that yeah he respects where he's come from he respects where he's um that he's here now and he respects that there's a newer generation so like that this thing was started back in 2008 when we were a very different type of like so insane yeah and now to have them to have captain hand over his shield you know to um why uh, anthony mackie because Grandpa always brings gifts. Grandpa <laughs> always brings gifts. <laughs> he was like, oh, what you got there? And he's like, oh, got your little something. <laughs> I was like, he's so cute. I'm sorry. Old Chris Evans is adorable. Yeah, he, he was so. Just, I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. And I just want to eat butterscotch candies out of his pocket <laughs> all day. You want to tell me about the girl? <laughs> nope. Nope. I don't think I will. <laughs> I was like, you're too damn cute. You are just. This is I could listen to stories cheap. from you forever. Forever. And they would be amazing. Can yeah. you imagine his grandkids? Like oh. the stories they get to listen to when your grandpa's like, I walked 15 miles in the snow to get to school. And he's like, I ran 15 miles in the snow to defeat Ultron. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. well. The kids literally look it up. I'm not lying. Yeah, like, that's cool. That's that's yeah, awesome. That was me. Yeah, actually, I, literally, that's me right there on the screen because he he's getting old in the time that he was true. being a hero. That's true. So there was two caps yeah. actually. Well, one. I don't know. Some people have said that he lived in a different alternate timeline, then came back. No, I don't. No, I don't. That's not what happened. I don't care. So we've actually kind of um, final note on the final scene of the movie. Yes, he got his dance. He got his dance and he got his kiss. Oh, I love that. So now the movie's ended. Something that I think these films did so well is that for me, when people came at this film with plot holes, Mm -hmm. yes, there are hundreds of them. Yeah. We've clearly only scratched the surface of like issues that you could have. They created something that no one has ever done before and they did it in such a way that it's almost like at the end of the day. It's the end of the day. But the day isn't over because we're not done. Go ahead. Now at the end of the day. What we cared more about in these films was these char- were these characters. Uh-huh. So no matter what I said about the filmmaking, the color, the cinematography, doesn't matter. 
I found myself thoroughly invested because I cared about these characters that they presented. Yeah. That I, when people say like, oh, but there's so many issues with this film, I just go, I don't care. Yeah. I this mean, is one of the few films, yeah. like, I don't care. There's issues with most films. Yeah. So it's kind of like, that's just a part of the industry. But in this film, of- I think it earned it. It's almost like it's like jazz where like, yeah. it, you don't come exactly for the structure. You're listening to people do something different yeah and you're just enjoying it you're enjoying the mood that they present you're enjoying what they're giving you you don't need to have it fit an exact arc yeah it just it is what it is enjoy it's it it's for the experience and it's for so like this will forever be a film that people go like well this and i'm like i don't care you yeah, literally don't matter i can agree with you but i don't care play it again play it again sam <laughs> play, play it, it again, again sam so any final thoughts that you have on this film because we are we're yeah. nearing our own end game. I was about to say it too. Ooh, oh I hate you. Okay. Okay. This is gross. Um, <laughs> final thoughts. You go ahead and do your final thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy that Captain America was worthy because I feel like it's a statement for yes. all of us. We're we are all worthy. Uh, and if you have if you've got that Thanos army that you're facing down, hey, you just tighten you that tighten strap, that shield, and you stand back up. You stand up and you and face you that army. <laughs> Those yeah. are my thoughts, honestly. I to me that was that was the pinnacle. That was the peak of my emotions during this film. So, mm-hmm. same. That was absolutely the best part. That's for me. That's what made the movie. Like I was just like, oh. I mean, obviously that final battle was just everything, but just that moment. Where I was like, I knew it, obviously, which is exactly <laughs> what Thor said. But I was like, I knew it. I was like, and it's such a great callback to um, Ultron, Ultron, right? When they were playing the game, and he grabbed it and it budged, and I was like, Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. I think he's he been worthy. Won the whole time. They were like, the like Mjolnir was like, it's just not time yet, right? <laughs> Mjolnir knows. Mjolnir knows. Mjolnir knows. He's like he's like, you're. It's gonna cause a problem with Thor, and y'all aren't gonna be able to work together. But when the time comes, he'll be okay with it, and you'll need it. Mm. Molnir be knowing. Hashtag Molnir mm. be knowing. Makes me sad just thinking <laughs> about it. But yeah, so that was a which was my parallel to um, to Game of Thrones was that was a moment that was eight years I believe in the making. Right. So from the first Captain America or from the first Thor where they established you have to be worthy to pick up the hammer to right. this. Right. From is the same as the first episode of Game of Thrones to the moment that I was freaking out about with right. Arya. So I was like, it was just such a big buildup on either end that I was just like, how could you? But it was comparable for me and I was very surprised and happy. I don't know if there's ever going to be a film or a moment that's going to hit me as hard as that moment hit me because yeah. it threw me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't walk Same. into it. I knew I was going to enjoy this film, but I was not expecting a moment that was just going to devastate me emotionally Yeah, um, and be such a payoff. Yeah. Um, that... It's going to be a cold day in hell when, <laughs> when a film hits me as hard as that. Yeah, so that, that is something. That was something, and I'm glad I was able to be a part of it. I'm glad I was able to be a part of it, too. I'm glad that we were all able to be a part of it together. So, um, uh, well, that's it for this episode. Gosh, we did it. We made it through. I was low-key terrified. Were you low-key, low-key terrified? terrified. <laughs> okay. So, um, where is he? Uh, <laughs> where is that guy? Uh, you, can, you can follow us at Pink Popcast. That's Popcast. P-O-P-Cast. Yeah, pop with a P. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you find or listen to your podcast. YouTube, Spotify. Uh, Apple, Spotify. Apple. Be sure to uh, review us. 
uh, rate us and review us on Apple uh, uh, Apple Podcasts because it helps us get into the new and noteworthy. Uh, and we just want to hear what you guys got to say yeah, about us. We like, really want to like, hear what you, what you, have what to you say. don't like. Well, what you like. Um, and, you know. We like to, we'll read our feedback. We'll read the feedback. We'll read the best comment and the worst comment. You keep saying that, and we're <laughs> gonna actually really, have to do I was it. Like I really kind of want to do it. When so. it happens, we will do it. We'll be there for you guys. <laughs> we'll be there for. Uh, you. And the last thing I kind of want to say before we sign out, um, you know, I want to echo one of the themes that was brought up in the movie. You know, you don't have to be the best you that you can be. You just need to be you. Just you. Just be you. You know, and that I'll, was wildly relevant. Allow yourself to be who you are in the moment, and uh, you too can stand up against forest fires. <laughs> you too can stand up against snapping demons. <laughs> Snap. All right, well, all uh, right, Avengers assemble from from all of us here. Uh, Why is it always from all of us here? Because at a certain point, it will be a, pun- a ton of us here. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, from all of us here, I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And on Wednesdays, we, we wear, wear pink. pink.